0: Good afternoon, you're listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio and Local Media this week, where we look at the print media here in County Clare, and we see what's on, and we give our own take maybe at times on it, and let you know, and hopefully we'll prompt you into purchasing a paper and reading it. Now, we have uh, most of our usual group uh, today. Uh, David Fleming, welcome back. Thanks, Jim. And Pat O'Brien, Pat, good to see you. Thanks, Jim. We don't have John S today, but uh, he's ably represented by Tom Hendy. Tom, you're very welcome. Thank you, Jim. I'm the super sub again. Am I? <laughs> anyway, I suppose looking at the two papers, we have the, the the papers are strewn around the table here in front of us, the Clare Champion and the Clare Echo. And I, the, 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 looking at the front pages, I suppose we we've talked about it before, and we've we've often talked about different aspects of it. But UHL and the state of the hospital and the um, the weights and the trolleys and the corridors and everything is what's, uh, what's mostly there. The care champion uh, quotes, um, this is like a car crash in slow motion. Um, Tom, do you want to? Yeah, I think this our local man, Michael McNamara, s- uh,
1: stated that, was it? You know? Yes. But it's it got a lot of publicity in the last week there after Christmas. There is a lot of viruses floating around. They're not all COVID, but the, between the RSV viruses and the ordinary common or garden flu viruses. So there's a lot of sickness there, you know. But um, uh, one thing I noticed this week was that last week, UL was the highest. With Then they got people into work over the weekend, and beds were cleared up, you know, yeah, yeah. so yeah. one of the points I would make would be that um, there should be better use made of those facilities, you know, I'll yeah. just give you an example, I had to go for a scan, an MRI scan recently, it was done privately at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning,
2: well, yeah.
1: whereas yeah. that wouldn't happen in yeah. UHL, well, big, no, big. you'd get it Monday to Friday at nine to five, you know, and a lot yeah. of those expensive equipment and theatres, and you know, they should make more use of it, you
3: know. Yeah, they should. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the problem, I'd say, rostering, isn't it? It is, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. it's the availability of staff. And as you say, when they, they can do it when they do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's unfortunately, it takes an emergency to kind of do it, doesn't it? It does. It does. And um, rec-
0: recently, the, the medical assessment unit, what they call the MAU in Ennis, that non-critical patients, for the last week or so, are going to the MAU for assessment.
3: In Ennis, yeah. In effect, what they've done is they've kind of reopened... They'll never say this. No. They've kind of reopened a section of Ennis accident and emergency. Yes, and yeah. I think the same way non- apply in non- Nina as well. You know? And just, yeah. just uh, in the last few days, uh, Common have reopened an MAU, um, a medical assessment, citing Ennis and Limerick as the... Mm, as president, the president. Yeah. Well, they call this a trial. Yeah, see, but I mean, it's it's just it's crazy that
0: it hasn't happened. Yeah, it is. It and, is. Yeah. So
3: it's good to see it. But the one thing I've noticed, gentlemen, is that um, I look across the water as well to the United Kingdom, and they, the nurses over there, are striking because of similar conditions. Patients aren't able to get beds, so we're not alone. Uh, I think it is. There is a post-pandemic uh, bounce of some. Uh, sort, but it was predictable. Yes, and there are a few there are a few articles in the in today's paper, uh, this week's paper, calling for the use of masks. There's one there, I think, a GP in uh, uh, Shannon Priest calls for masks at mass, and GP supports return to mask wearing in public. Like, are, we're not wearing masks now um, while we're recording this, but. What should we be wearing? Should should people in in public transport, for example, be wearing masks? Well, I think on public
1: transport, yes, if you're in fairly close contact with somebody. But it should be an individual choice. And if somebody feels, and I noticed actually in the last week or two going to shops, a a little more people than usual are wearing masks again. Maybe they feel compromised for various reasons. And I say compromised, are immunocompromised, that Mm. they need to protect themselves. Mm. But if one feels vulnerable and feels the need, to protect themselves when they're out in the public, by all means wear well, it. I think, sure. I think
3: that is the current policy. It's it left to our own discretion. But mm. So you, you wouldn't be in favour
1: of it? A compulsory mask wearing, no. Hmm. No,
3: but hmm. we should... We, we, we shouldn't Would t- it not take pressure off the, the hospitals...
1: Oh, it would if it was done in time. Possibly. If it was done in time, yeah, we should renew this we before Christmas. We had done Christmas. it in November. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Jim, um, yeah. Jim, I was going to say, Jim, looking at path. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but well, so you, you both probably have an opinion on this. Going, going, back. Of first um, uh, the, the the situation in Limerick, you uh, and in the hospitals. Just like the new Shannon. I think we, we last year we we discussed Shannon every week, and now we 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 discussing the the situation every week. Change in protocol, a step in the right direction according to the second in page two of the champions well, of the champion as well then. Uh assumes is a high a hugely significant step. Uh, UL Hospital Group Chief Executive Officer Professor Colette town has sole deputy Van anyway. Non critical patients will continue to be transferred to in this hospital once overcrowding issues in the University Hospital in uh, eases. The page comes in front of a meeting between the office members and the midwest region, the T-shirt. Minister for Health, senior HFD officials and management, everywhere, everywhere in the group. So they appear to be going to, to keep, it, keep it open even from the, mm. if they're overcrowding. Uh,
0: but yeah. I suppose they're, they're on a hiding to nothing because Shannon was clo- Ennis was closed, Nina was closed, St John's was closed. Mm-hmm. And all transferred to Limerick mm. and suddenly Limerick got a lot worse. Now, it was bad yeah. before everybody started. Was, yeah. And
1: don't forget, we have a million more people in this country than we had We that 20 the years ago. City, that's a the the big problem. Yes.
3: We, like, this is why we have census information, so that we can begin to plan for the, you know, we have so many five-year-olds, we have so many ten-year-olds, we're going to need so many schools, and yes, at a certain point, we'll need a new hospital in this district. We don't mm. do it that
0: way. We don't, no. no we
3: That's
1: don't. forward planning yeah. and common no. sense. Wait, do you <laughs> think, Jim,
3: people will be joining the UHL protest, which as the front page by Ronan Judge in the front page of the Echo. Um, there's a protest planned for January 21st um, to, to protest at the conditions there. Do you think people will go out? For this
0: one i do i mean people have marched before um for for different things and for for hospitals as well i know rem- hopefully i remember we marching inside in ennis uh to try and keep ennis hospital open and there was a huge turnout yeah. but it didn't you know it, it yeah. didn't work um it's it's so bad i think they will have to do something but i i notice as well that the politicians are under a bit of pressure Yeah, Uh, looking at page three in the Clare Champion, and all our politicians, our
3: senators and TDs, they're all photographed there. They're all photographed just to remind of who they are. Exactly, go out and buy the paper only for that purpose if you want to know who they are. (laughs) All, uh, all seven of them, and most are smiling. We have Cottle Crow who is smiling. Deputy McNamara, who is looking thoughtful. Serious, yeah. <laughs> um, Violet Ann Wynne, looking very happy with herself. Joe Carey is looking a bit uneasy, maybe. Wynne, Not George, sure. A George, bit. Uh, he, he's,
2: he's, he's been mentioned for the junior minister's oh. job. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. One, he, he, one he, 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 so he might be looking more happy or
3: so next week. He might have reasons to smile. Okay. <laughs> and then the three senators are Sir Martin Conway, Roisin Garvey, and and Timmy Dooley, but um, like. Isn't it the point of of having local representatives, TDs anyway, whatever about the senators, so that they would make a stand on local issues? As some other politicians, you remember up in Roscommon, to mention them again, um, the former minister for... Communications, was he lost
0: the party? Not I remember going back, you know, maybe 20 years ago or more, Pat will remember this and, and, and Tom, uh, for the, when the Shannon Airport issue yeah. was being, mm-hmm. I think yeah. Tony Killeen uh, and Sheila De Valera, right. both yeah. of them lost That's the party whip for a period of time yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because they wouldn't accept what was happening in yeah. Shannon. yeah. 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 Um, you know, history doesn't. The omens aren't good in terms of history, um, the, of, of, of you may of TDs uh, opting uh, to take up a local issue like this. Yes, or are bringing about effective change and bringing about yeah. a new turn in the. But if enough of them
3: do, one is no good. No, There's no point in that. But if 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 all of them do it, and we have how many government TDs and senators do we have there? There's one, well, two, yeah, two, three. Five, uh, t- five. Five between yeah. the t- two,
0: TDs and senators. Two TDs and three senators all attached to government
3: parties. All attached to government parties. And if the Limerick TDs did the same, that would be a sizable chunk. Mm. And I would add in Tipperary there as well. You could bring down the government
0: for that. You could. You could. Yeah, you you could. could. Yeah, but but that, the threat of that needs to happen mm. before mm. change will be effected. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mind yeah. you, the weather, weather has been recently, I'd say they don't fancy canvassing in the
3: election. Uh,
1: no, I,
0: I wouldn't think so.
3: But unfortunately, what, unfortunately, the weather hasn't stopped the protests, protest marches that are happening, unfortunately. The wrong around, type of protests. Around um, yeah. the, uh, the, the, the centres where asylum seekers are yeah. mm. located. Now, did
0: somebody mention Shannon Dock as well While we, before we came on air? Yeah. Um,
2: page page Pat- four, we had Jim, and one of them tried yesterday. In covert at Shannon Dock Clinic. Of the care champion. Uh, it's in place for the pair champion. Fiona McGarry has the story. Yes. A patient with a child was asked to wait in a junior, in a when they attended Shannon Dock out of hours GP services over the Christmas period. The general meeting of Clare County Council was told. The claim was made by Councillor Donna McGarry, who told the meeting of a catalogue of complaints she received over the holiday period. He said that a woman who had no care. <coughs> had to wait in until her child saw a doctor was put into the cupboard to wait with her six-year-old, six-year-old child. Most people understand that when you're busy, you're busy, counsellor. But the reply we got from Shannon Dock, there's no apology in it. People are saying there's no accountability there is there for this. The way people are being treated during this period was absolutely disgusting. They need to stop being Reactionally and stamp power planning, the dogs in the street no coming into this we are going to have serious issues. but hmm. well, does it does it lot of serious issues with Shannon up there in even in and I uh, remember um, Tony O'Brien being out uh, as well there before Christmas about about Shannon Dock needs to be, be really refigurated or something like that, people yeah. that um, yeah, uh, have, have, have often difficulty in, in yeah. protecting people. Are, the, are the people in charge of our health service are they up to the
3: job? Is they're the failing right. the job, anyway. That's certainly what we can... They're failing. Um, it's, and it's not just Shenandoah. It's Cork Dock and, I think, recently, Dublin. And I don't one know. Of the was, was 60,000 s- calls to Dublin and they yeah. can't handle them either. Our, we, our health system is broken mm. at every level. Apart maybe from... And we always mention our Rahin Hospital here, which provides a level of care that is exceptional. But the other sections of our health care is our... Are cracked and broken and it's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 scary now to be yeah.
1: sick mm-hmm. now it doesn't say what area that this um, woman and her child had, had to wait in the cupboard but Shannon Dock covers a big area I think it covers definitely covers Ross Grey and yes. probably covers in as far as Limerick City in this so it's not just mm-hmm. uh, let's say East Clare.
2: It's just one part one uh, of the area in Clare. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So parts so. of Limerick
0: in it as well so yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, David. Yeah. David, um, I know around the table, Pat is very much a royal watcher. Oh, he is, I'd say. Um, yeah, I'm I'd not say. sure about Tom, but he'll <laughs> yeah, come know, out
3: now shortly. Suspicions are being raised about cock people. Well, I, <laughs> I, on behalf of the rebel county, I have to apologise to 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 everybody. Uh, it appears um, that. The rebel county has an obsession with looking up references to the royal family online, and one particular place, not too far from my hometown, Mallow, is the highest, uh, is the number one place in the country for looking up references to royalty, the British royal family, and, and so on. But but 30, I think it's 13th on the list. Shannon is the one in this county. Yes. that uh, people are fascinated about. But sure, how can you avoid it, is the, is the question. Our newspapers, and, and even as we can see, the Clare Champion on page four, we can't avoid the bloody royals. Um, now, you know, they, it's better maybe than watching Coronation Street because it's real-life stuff. But yes. um, It's real-life Coronation <laughs> Street. It's real-life Coronation Street. But, I mean, they are imploding and... Uh, we
2: have the print. I presume. I, I, I presume that <laughs> you bought your copy of Spare, have you? Yeah. I have no, <laughs> no, no. I have no was whatsoever in the rights. Yeah. I was going to say
1: we went from Red Band to get it in, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we haven't read Spare yet, but <laughs> I, I, I think,
0: has Harry gone too far? Has he Is he eating into his own credibility? He is the spare, of course. You know, there was an old saying amongst people
1: of, uh, let's say, if, uh, I was going to say the landed gentry, whatever it was. They had an heir and a spare.
3: In case you lost your heir, you might need the spare.
1: That's it. Yes, and this is, I think, mostly in an English situation where the heir might have to go to fight for the country and he mightn't come, come back, back possibly. You know, yeah, so yes. that's where the spare was needed. Yes. <laughs> but, uh Harry seems to be the spare in the royal family at the moment. And yeah. He
2: seems to be. Well, the that's <laughs> quite, yeah. you know. So this. It's book tricky, is, like it
1: un, is.
3: You kind of feel sorry for all of these people, yeah. um, and why I'm happy to be a, a Republican in in the we classical sense of that term. <laughs> these people, unfortunately, are born into this. They've not asked for it. I know they get all the privileges and stuff, but they also get all this attention. And yeah, yeah, yeah. In you know his particular background with his mother dying mm. and all the rest, he is so. Um, it's a, the media is for him the, the enemy, and yet it has to be his friend because now he has to make money out of them. Yeah, yeah, and he's making a lot of money. Listen, it's all for him. I think it's all about the money. Once he's made his several mm. million after this, I think he'll probably go quietly into the night. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But the media have it in for him now. But I do think that despite what we might protest at
0: times, that there is a huge appetite for royal stories and royal news uh, from the UK. Even he, in this country. or oh, in this country. I have no doubt about it. But I, yeah.
3: Listen, we, from an early age, we grow up with... Princesses and frogs and Cinderellas, <laughs> and then we see Meg, the Meghan Markles in the fancy dresses and the little girls, and then you see grandmothers. My, my, I know of, a, of 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 certain individuals who take day, who took days off the off work, uh, buy a bottle of bubbly and watch the royal weddings. Really? <laughs> oh, no, I mean it's a big thing for certain mm-hmm. people. It you is. Know? It is. Um, but you know, it's whatever you're into. But. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a bit silly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's our party. That's
0: our contribution to the royal debate. The um, CLDC pass. You were looking at uh, an advertisement there, I think, on page five of
2: the Clare Champion. Yeah, just a, a, an idea on the Clare Championship, and um, just for our local development um, Company elections in twenty twenty-three. And uh, just for a membership invitation for community and voluntary groups and businesses in County Clare. Uh, the elections will take place in March 2023 for the appointment of new no community and voluntary and business representatives on the board of Clare Local Development Company for a three year term. So, uh, CLDC current membership for community groups and businesses will be entitled to nominate candidates and vote in the forthcoming election. So, um, anybody out there involved in community groups that will, um you know, it should, um, what does that development company do, Pat? Well, they 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 say you know, when you put an application for leader funding, that they they give out the leader funding. Audit. They administer yes. that. They they they, they run that and look after. It. So yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an important organisation because they, they, they do give out, uh, say a lot a, lot a, out, a lot of money. When you apply, when you know they have they have the have a lot of money for emergency groups. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think we're
3: this county is one of the few in the country that have maintained this separate structure mm-hmm. because a lot of the leader funding was taken over by county, county councils. councils yeah. So in a way, this is important to support because mm-hmm. it is run by these people yeah. who are elected. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it is. Community and voluntary groups.
3: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. and I think community groups
0: around county care should take an interest in you know how this works. Oh, because I mean work. lots yeah. of groups, including ourselves at mm. Scarlet yeah. Bay, mm. have availed of funding through CLDC yeah. and leader. Mm. So I mean the work they do
2: is they they do fantastic work. Yeah there's an email address and there's a you can call six five six eight six six eight zero zero. And okay. the deadline for no members is Friday, february the twelfth. And so the email address is members at
1: cldc.ie. I presume they have a website,
2: CLDCA.ie.
0: On to, uh, I suppose, the county council, talking about the county council there. uh, Pat Dowling, uh, Pat, uh, or Pat, uh, Pat Dowling made uh, some comments there in relation to centralisation
2: and... Maybe
0: there's an article there from
2: Fiona McGarry, um, uh, CEO critical of Auburn's centric government.
0: Page seven, is it? Page
2: seven of the, of the Clare Champion. County yeah. Clare country, uh, is facing a lonely battle in fighting for enhanced rural development, according to Pat Dowling, who is the CEO of, the, of, of Clare County Council. And national policy is the biggest factor holding back the development of rural care. In the view of Council CEO Pat okay, Dowling, speaking at the general meeting of the local authority, Mr. Dowling commended the work and commitment of Clare Councillors and the executive, but said rural development would, would remain a lonely road and there still greater support from central government. Mr. Dowling made his comments on a of motion from Councilor Joe He calling for a review of Council's commitment to focus on and resourcing of rural development. It was widespread support for Councillor Gerhardt's comments on rural development and his assessment that clear strategy document represents a landmark and trade based initiative. I suppose this um, is this, uh, coming from the, the CEO of the council that uh, there isn't enough maybe, uh, funding coming in into the council and I think the council do a good job enough in, in, in allocating money around to the various uh, various um, areas around the council.
0: They do, although on, on, on the same page 7, uh, Clare planning decision reversals, uh, Owen Ryan has a piece there, far higher than the national average. And, and the rate of reversal of planning permission decisions by Clare County Council is far higher than the national average according to the annual report of the Office of the Planning Regulator. So, you know, the Clare County Council seems to be harsher um,
3: um,
2: yeah.
0: And and have more of their decisions reversed mm. by board planola than the national. It's a,
3: it's an interesting statistic, and I think the council executive, um, uh, from the CEO down to all the planners, need to be thinking about their own business rather than complaining or looking for more money from the government. Uh, they, you know, it's it's a nice full, a nice juxtaposition of these two stories by the champion actually, but uh, you would have to ask why Claire is out of sync. And what I, I'd love to see a little bit more detail as to, you know, is it planning decisions that have been rejected and that on board Pinal are approving? I think you're right, Jim. I think yeah. it's the other way around that the council are um, maybe, they could be granting planning permission and the board saying no. Whatever they're doing on board Panola is usually... A Details body and they're either getting environmental planning Issues or they haven't done this or they haven't done that and so there, it's usually hmm. a technicality
0: Well, it uh, that of the decisions made by the council which were appealed of these, forty-six point seven percent were reversed. Yeah. Whereas the national average was just
1: twenty-seven. Twenty-seven.
3: That's very high. It is. It's nearly double the. It is double the national average. Hmm.
1: But does it say on the the photograph this there that they approved more planning applications than the national average? Yeah, it does. That. Yeah. Um, and yet the ones that are repealed, they're are uh, being turned down. Uh, yeah.
3: But I, I wonder then, are they approving them a bit? F- Tufla look, you know, these are, would be data centers, these would be factories, yeah, places yeah. like Aldi, do you remember that was eventually overturned as well? Um, like they, it, we just simply don't know, I think, and it would be good to have that detail.
2: Hmm. They, have, they have a big interest in, in, in approving them because if you approve a big, a big place yeah. like the data center, there's a huge amount of money going to go really the rates.
3: Rates, yeah. You know, or, uh, that would be the worry that they are, because Look, um, that at isn't emerges. a section on the planning application at all. How much money are you gonna bring in? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, all the usual things. Um, the by is is the way, do you have a view on, on the, the latest controversy, national controversy, and should we be looking at our local politicians to see if they declared on their planning applications if they uh, fulfilled all the all the box ticked all the right boxes, rather than the wrong boxes. Time
1: you'd need somebody that needs uh, have time to do a lot of research and put in uh, FOIs yes. uh, requests yes. and all this sort of thing. You know, There's just a good, a
3: good piece of investigative journalism, though. Well, yeah. you can see how it could be done. I That's, mean,
1: but you are talking about Damien English, who I last, am. Uh, had to resign, I am. and it's something that happened 14 years ago, yeah. which is yeah. now he <laughs> didn't have
3: to resign. But he did resign he and did. I think he made the right decision because yeah, yeah, we remember yeah, what yeah. happened with Robert Troy, yes, another of his colleagues, mm, yeah. who held out for a while mm. and then was forced to resign. Yes. And, and the same largely. thing would happen.
0: Yeah, yeah I yeah,
1: think yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but they're not above board. They should. The same rules apply to them
0: as should exactly. apply to everyone no, else. Is, no? yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Looking at the page 16 of the Clare Echo, a little piece there, which I found interesting, of children's names. Um, some of the names uh, in County Clare. And, page uh, 16,
3: Jim. Page
0: 16. Again, Ronan Judge has uh, the story. Creeva Sophie, and Jack were the most popular baby names in Clare in 2021. I presume they're the last year that statistics are available yeah.
3: for. Jack, I think, is has always been a, a very popular name over the last few years, anyway, maybe even over the last 10 years. Um do they tell us their... uh Red- yeah, some of the less frequently used girls' names registered in 2021 and not included in the top 100 names were Anastasia, which is a lovely name, Tessa, Daria, Orla, Roisin, and Flory. Jim, uh, how, what, how, what, how did you choose your, your children's names?
0: Um, our three children... Uh, there, two of them were chosen according to saints. Uh, our oldest girl was born close to the feast of St. Anthony. Yes. So she was Antoinette. Lovely. And we've always had a, a thing in our family about St. Therese. And we've been to Lisieux a yes, number of times. Yes. So our second girl was Therese. Therese. And then our son was John because his two granddads were John.
3: Yeah, and that's... So- that of course was the tradition. Both, but what you're saying there, both following saints' names and family mm. names, a tradition is, was was almost the rule in most families mm. in the past. You you named your your first son was not named after your father's father, second son was your mother's father, and so on through the girls. Um, that's gone now. I think uh, now I did name my son after his grandfather, but. I was lucky to get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> um and then other names, other names are just picked out of the hat, or names that people yeah. like, and, and it's partly celebrity. They people hear names that. Are, you know, yeah. Megan mm. maybe or Harry might become very popular yeah. next yes. year, there was or not. A, a, it might drop.
1: Yeah, there was a time, let's say when our kids were smaller, you know, and that that program Dallas was quite popular. Yes. So the number of Sue Ellen's would have appeared. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. Yes. And of course, any child that was born in 1978, yes, John you know? Paul, John Paul, yes. Yes. And there was a
3: few John Pauls, and well, there was one John Paul in my class, and he was born in I think 79 or 80. Yeah, yeah, yes.
1: yeah. So. uh
0: yeah. Well, my son and his wife, they were, when, they, when our latest grandchild was born last year, they called him Seamus Michael. Seamus
3: Michael. After his two granddads. Lovely. So <laughs> everybody was happy. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone was happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's nice. It would be terrible to kind of lose yeah. some of the family traditions that we have, well, simply out yeah. of celebrity. Now, mm. I think what a lot of people do is they give a middle name, which is often the family name of a grandfather, grandmother, um, but they still, they might choose a, a completely different name for their friend. That's okay, too. Mm, I'm it? thinking of John Stafford Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> John Stafford Kelly. For our listeners there now, you might have always wondered what the S stand, stood for. Yes. There'll be a quiz at the end of the year, so hold yeah. out for that now.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: Okay. Uh, just before
0: we go to the break, uh, the De Valera Monument crops up here and there among the papers. Um, I, to be honest, I haven't looked closely at it for quite some time, but Apparently, it needs a little bit of attention. That's the De Valera monument yeah, outside yeah, the courthouse yeah, yeah. in Ennis. Yeah, yeah. In,
2: in the two papers, Jim, it's on page 21 of the Echo, and uh, it's and it's in the it's in the, it's the as well there. Um Ronan Judge is there and the, the Echo. Uh, a con- a con- a, con- a conservation report would at the head of any potential facelift of the lab- De Valera monument in Ennis. He needs a bit of, of Botox, does he? <laughs> That's a bit of a touch-up. As a general meeting, the next Minister of District, councillors backed a call for maintenance and cleaning of the monument. Among those leading in support, the proposed, pro- pro- proposed project was feeling councillor Paul Murphy, a relative of Ken, of candidates defeated by Emma de Valera in 1917 by-election. It is a part of public realm, a councillor Murphy said, councillor Flynn mentioned and I see them being clear by election on the points of interest the candidates. They really the debris, the piece, there was my great grandchildren's heritage. It just shows there was no sawgrapes, and I didn't support this <laughs> Debris, oh, that's very good, very. So I guess that they they, they want to. to it clean doesn't up, say up. what
1: just a cleanup, is it? It doesn't say yeah. what, is there damage done to it or?
2: I say I, I say there's a lot of trees going around there in front of the courthouse. Uh, yeah, it's right in front uh, of to the courthouse. Yeah, I know, so yeah, cortos, I know least, it is. Yeah. And I say probably the green, you know, all the green stuff, and yeah, yeah. trees, and they probably hmm. need to clean up. a Bit
1: of polishing, I suppose. Polishing Get all yeah. the dust off. Yeah. yeah. I but it if it's
2: a bronze
3: statue it's supposed to turn green yes. eventually yes. it's yes. a very good statue it's, well, it's a fine statue and uh, mm. as a piece of sculpture it's very good I, as would, a I wonder would de Valera mind it turning green <laughs> Good point, Jim. Yeah. He was always fairly green he when was, he was alive. For sure. Mary Howard
2: Mary Howard uh, uh, You're uh, referring to Councillor Mary Howard. Yeah, she she was proposing maybe the that they put the uh, a uh, sexual Michael Collins beside him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Reflecting our modern times yeah. Yes. And anyway, of course Michael Collins has no connection much with county, has he? No, only he, uh, he, when, when they wanted money and things, he, he, he said, I don't a cock. Yes. <laughs> Rightly so, sure. They, he knew that there were two royalists down
3: there. Oh. and He had to help them along the rebel path. Listen, I
0: think we've reached half time at an appropriate uh, spot. It was um, very fair. Our, our uh, resident DJ here is Pat O'Brien. And Pat always has something uh, interesting with a little story or a reason for it. Um, so, Pat... I wonder, well, I, I see the right page. He's, he goes through his diary and his notes. Uh, yeah, what um,
2: have you in mind for us today? So, uh, the day took place on, on Monday, last of Seamus Begley, who was um, oh, yes. very sudden down um, in, in Dingle. And um, um, he was 73, he died suddenly, and was a great musician and singer. So, the Lock T. from uh, Seamus Begley. Okay, and listen, there's
0: a piece on Facebook this week, yeah. uh, put in by Matt Purcell, Yes. Mm. which we could not repeat on air, mm. but it really is very, very, good. It's, very little,
2: good. it's a little tribute. Did you see it? A, a little, yeah, a little yeah, tribute yeah.
0: uh, to, yeah. to make to a to smile, share. bring your smile to uh, yes. it would indeed. Yeah. Yeah. There's,
2: a of, there's a lot of tribute on, yes. on, 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 mm-hmm. on the phone this week, and various people have a yeah. okay, okay, so we'll have Seamus Begley, the late great shame specley
3: she is my beautiful name she is my joy and
0: very welcome back you're listening to local media this week on Scaroth bay community radio and that was the late seamus begley with the lock tay boat song pat's choice for our half-time break and um, you know we were just talking about uh seamus begley there during the break pat he played in the black sticks yeah he
2: played uh, when i there was uh, a, a golf came uh, there and he, he was in it and i was when i was in, in it and uh, actually, sure, he was a great musician and singer and and, and, and a storyteller. And uh, he was great telling yarns and the only singer actually that that song that was just kind is is beautiful rendition, uh, you know. Yes. So. Um, Absolutely, he, he was well known. There was a family of nine, if I remember. Of of the all, all musicians, yeah, yeah, and
1: all gweilgors. All gweilgors, yeah, from, yeah. The, from uh-huh. the West yeah. Kelly gave yeah.
0: up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, would you have been a fan of his? Oh, oh, very
1: much so. Yeah, himself and Brendan, his brother, would have been in the. At the festival in uh, Mount Chan particularly Brendan, you know, over yeah. the years. But Can I tell a story about, I uh, was at a concert of um, Seamus's in Dublin there a few years ago, I could be eight or nine years ago now, and he was telling a story about, he was in touring in Germany, and whatever musician was with him anyway, so he decided he'd tell the story about the uh, two Kellymen that took a Ryanair flight from um, Farnfort to uh, Frankfurt Han, and he said, the roof blew off the plane. And one fellow turns to the other and he says, you know, if, if this plane turned upside down, would we fall out? And the other says, ah, no, no, he says, we'd still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> so he told the story, his audience being all German. There was absolute silence. <laughs> <laughs> So he looked over to his mates who, who was playing with him anyway, and the two of them took an uncontrollable fit of laughter about know, this. You so he said at the end of the concert, the German came up to him and said "Why you always laugh at your own jokes?" <laughs> <laughs> so he was a great man to tell the story. Yeah, right, and a great yeah, musician yeah. and good, a, a fine singing voice as well. You know, yeah. he was an all-rounder. Yes, he, he, he was. Anyway, and he was in Fieke, of
2: course during the you know, last August. Yes, but he was interviewed the on Irish television. He course all. Porkers and slides and carriage yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and and somebody asked him, "Would he be able to play a few wheels?" I'd have to get a fellow from Sligo to give me. <laughs> he may be the coach another, but he's an agent into that sort Well, he's a
0: man, may mm-hmm. he rest in peace. In that yeah. world, he'd certainly yeah. be missed. Oh yeah, 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 lovely man. Okay. um I'm just, uh, we usually do East Clare news in the second part of the show, but uh, there, isn't, there, there, there isn't that much East Clare news this week. But just, I want to go back, if you consider Gart in East Clare and the story of uh, the who flung dung, um, which is, I think, an apology anyway wasn't forthcoming. Uh, I think it was this man who reportedly uh, flung the dung um, was on the the radio during the week, but uh, he certainly wasn't. Um, he wasn't in any mood to apologise. So it's on the front page of the Clare Champion. I suppose we were talking about it before we came on air, Tom. And the whole question of how we treat politicians. Yes, it's uh, it, it's uh, a bugbear of
1: mine at the moment. Anyway, public representatives, hmm. and, and I'm thinking particularly of our national. Um, broadcaster, whether it's radio or television, some of the treatment that I think is meted out to our politicians on that uh, medium, or both mediums, both television and radio, I think is disgraceful. Because, no, while we shouldn't put all our public representatives up on pedestals, but we should respect them. And... You know, I think one time we talked about maybe one time Sinn Féin seems to be getting a lot of, a lot of grief. And I remember Gerry Adams saying to somebody, he said, what part of no do you not understand? Hmm. But they won't even take that for an answer. They keep probing and digging and digging. And I think that's leading to a disrespect for all politicians amongst Irish people. And it's probably why you know support for the political parties, a lot of them, is decreasing. You know, hmm. but I said there is no excuse for uh, uh, flinging cow dung at any public representative or anybody, anybody, anybody in any situation. You know, yes. and I feel particularly sorry for Ann Mabbit, who's an external neighbour of mine in Portumna. You know, I knew her since she was, as I say, knee high to a grasshopper. You know,
0: yes, yeah. Probably flinging dung at a politician says more about the person who flung it. Well, yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Then,
1: then the person—the unfortunate did. thing about it is, suppose there's no such thing as bad publicity. So they're saying yeah. some person, the champion, there, the amount of money that they raised to fight this case, you a know. Bit, yeah. And if if they hadn't flung the dough, they wouldn't. They have might done. have a tenth of that, you
2: know. Something. Yeah, yeah. 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 One, 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 the champion says they have sixty thousand ways, and then the echo says they have fifty thousand ways. So, which maybe it's in between somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if it is,
0: there's still a substantial amount of money.
2: Yeah. Amount of
1: money
0: really. I'm just wondering, I, I remember hearing stories years ago now, after Finca closed, that there they were groups maybe looking at the potential of the Finca factory in Scarif uh, for biogas. Now, it never came to anything, yeah, and yeah. there was never. A, I'm just wondering and I've seen and you've all seen the signs around Garth for the last year or two, uh, no biogas here. What are, I'm just wondering and I don't know, what is the problem with biogas? I haven't ever, mm-hmm. it's never been said to me why. Um, the public
1: perception is that, that it's a really dirty industry. And I don't think that's the case because this is all the slurry is managed in tanks and all that and they harvest the gas off it which is for commercial use to generate electricity or whatever else you know and I know up in the Midlands someplace they're producing natural gas from a facility like this that's fed into the national uh, gas pipeline and I don't know for sure, but I expect that the, you know, there was a line uh, from Kinsale, I think, linking up Galway. So there's, I'd say
0: there's a gas pipeline not too far from this. Oh, know? there is. It's yeah. very close to it Yeah, It, it is. You, that's you why can there, see yeah. the little white markers yeah, 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 yeah. On, on the motorway yeah. just outside the, the Whoever's
1: setting up this is probably aiming to feed the gas into that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah, 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 treatment. I think if it's properly managed, it yeah. could be as clean as any industry.
3: Like all Porig tells us in this, Porig McMahon, who's reporting here, tells us the proposed biogas plant would utilise anaerobic, I'm not sure how I'm pronouncing that Anaerobic anaerobic digestion technology to produce renewable energy and organic fertiliser. Now you seem to know a little bit about that Tom, is that just a natural process?
1: It is a natural process but it's kind of controlled temperature wise and all that and you can harvest the gas Instead, of the gas bubbling up Bumbling into the up. atmosphere. You know, plus the fact that the residue that's left is odorless, odorless. and makes yeah. great fertilizer for your garden or your, your vegetables uh, or whatever. It
3: is. But, like opponents, according to the piece, opponents say the development would have an adverse effect on Gort and the environment. But it, now we're of course only going to get the media report, but mm-hmm. Porig doesn't go into any detail. But I would be, would it's be it's curious true. as to what would be the adverse effect on Gort? like it is they say it's pretty close to the town but it appears that it has to be close enough to the as you say to the pipe to the pipeline and this is a better environmental solution than carbon dioxide if they can harvest and produce (laughs) energy I'd, i'd be for it now of course it could be not in my backyard that could be the issue Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which,
3: of course, they can't say that. No. Because no, no, that's no. not grounds Wrong. for objective. Yeah. No. But it's, it's...
1: Well, assuming it's a clean industry, it's a pity that there's such local opposition to it. Yeah. You know, but that's... Yeah. that's we the, don't maybe know all the, the full story. We so. don't, indeed.
3: But it, it appears, Jim, that on board Planola has granted permission. So the only option is now a judicial review. And, and we've spoken about judicial reviews before. It mm. has to be a, a point of law mm. that they will have to be able to argue for. And we're not seeing anything in this report about the a, point of law that they point, might be bringing.
2: No. Okay. Yeah, and that's a an suppression there. You've have, you have, you have, you have, you have three, six, nine, twelve tanks. Seems to be see, big, big tanks and a building beside it. So it's the, mm.
0: So yeah. you don't think we'll be, have to be rolling up our window when we pass through <laughs> Gart? <laughs> I doubt it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go on. Pat, uh, Quinn is going to get substantially bigger. Yeah,
2: there's f- a, a, a the housing, m- uh, housing development. Uh, for the members
0: of Clooney Quinn G A Club, Club Queen, will yeah. be delighted. They'll yeah. think of that as their underage
2: teams. Teams will... coming to again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not doing very well. They're not. They're doing very well. Michel has granted for 51 new houses in Quinn Village. Uh, Ronan Jones the story there on page six of the um, Echo, and it is on the East Clare page as well. Page fifteen, yeah. yeah. The county council granted planning permission for a large-scale housing development in Quinn. Last month, the council gave the green light to plans by Deth Chair Construction to build 41 residential units at Quinn Gardens. Planning permission is subject to 25 conditions. The development comprises of 13 detached houses, chin detached houses, and 18 terraced houses, and includes auxiliary, surface care packing, vehicle, and pedestrian access to proposed development, connection to existing water supply, foul water drainage services, including the provision of surface water, and other associated site development, and then skate and uh, It's a 1.87 hectare site on the Quinn village near the Mastodon Road. Hmm. Uh, in some reason local residents are supposed to potential impact on traffic flows, excess and possible impact on the, less, the lesser household base. So the, the lesser house base is coming in, into force again there. Well yes. and
3: that could be the scuppering of it because if they're there at all and they don't um, they're not, I see here in Fiona's um, piece that there is an organization called the Quinn Garden Residents who have raised who raised objections to it. So that could be now appealed by any one of those parties who made an objection. You have to make an objection. You can't just, anybody now at this stage can't make an, a, an appeal to Embord Panola. You have to be one of the parties who made an objection. So those, ah, five, hmm, yeah. those five people who made an objection now have the option yes. to bring an appeal to Embord Panola. So I suspect it'll probably go to Embord Panola. So it's, it's not out
2: of the woods yet. A number of submissions raised concern. Uh, over the potential impact of the development in her Quinn her Quinndaleton residents and Korean stated she believed the development was too large in an area where there is already an existing housing estate. was mm. also raised about road traffic and access traffic impacts, the potential for flooding, and the impact of lesser households. So I was to, and uh, you know, I, I, I
0: ask this as someone who loves bats, and I do, I, I have bats, yeah. great respect for bats, and I've often handled them, but have any of these people have had any interest in bats before the housing <laughs> development was proposed? Good
2: question,
3: Jim, but <laughs> we don't know, we'll have, to, have I, to...
2: I suppose, I don't know, the uh, development, they're by in us. They built a special house for bats. They did? But they are no better moment, did to. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did
3: they, they have central heating?
2: <laughs> there is a, there's
3: a bat. A, a, on the same principle, they built a bat roost down at Clarisford Park. Now, I don't know if any bats roost there either, but at least they've tried. The one hmm. issue, Jim, just to br- bring it up for the Clare Champion, the editor of the Clare Champion, please take note um, they, the use of abbreviations. Uh, when an abbreviation is not used. And readers will be curious. So the, the, the sentence is, County planners sought FI on nine aspects of the housing proposals. Now, Tom, FI. What's well, your best guess on that one?
1: Well, I suppose, I guess yeah. Yeah, it's further information.
3: Further information. But we mm-hmm. shouldn't have to guess. No we're, yes. no, we're
1: getting down to text speak. Yes, here. exactly. And,
3: yeah. and so our newspapers, usually a very high quality one hmm. or two slips we, we, i like pointing out the slips okay yeah.
1: listen
0: we'll go on and um, pat uh, a library in o'callaghan's mills
2: oh yeah jim we're setting up a, a a community library in the community center and um it's on the it's it's, the, it's the on, in the parish page. notes this week and um, in the living so, section yeah we'll just look at we we, we, we a few cases have, have already done it there's one up in quinnon there's one in Quinn and there's one in Clooney and uh, various people uh, have it around the country. So what we're doing is uh, the O'Kellan Smith Community Centre will be open in the morning from 8am to 1pm and Monday to the Friday and if somebody wants to bring it with them, we might have an end of So we're setting up a um, community library where we're going to have books where people will donate books and we'll set up the library and then if people want to come in and Take a book and replace it with, uh, with another book that they haven't been read. Yes. So um, it's it's um, it's it's not it's not new, but it's, it's relatively new because uh, I think Coney uh, and Quinn and a few places like that have them. I
3: read. noticed on the is it is it at Quinn? Um, they they have the community library kind of at the car park there, yeah, the, the church church they have, yeah, and yes. a little sort of a little,
2: yeah. little box box. box
3: but you, you've, and, and you're, you're a bit more posh. And you've brought it indoors into the community system. <laughs> yeah,
2: sometimes. well, the community system was there, and they, what you wanted to do was yeah. we have to renovate the whole place, and it's new. And, you know, and uh, what we wanted to do was get it get, used get and get people yeah. going in and out. And yeah. you know? hmm.
3: I think it's, it's a great it's a great resource to have in any place a it library, and uh, where the council can't provide it, it's mm-hmm. the community doing it, which yeah. is great.
2: And Hi. the exchange Hi. of books. Sorry, Tom, Tom, yeah. Tom on to just, like, yeah, just, just before we go, off, yes. uh, uh, Jim, we're just requesting books from. People, uh, From people... From all, all of us... If they have donations of books, we'll accept All, all acceptance. donations carefully received. Yeah.
1: Huh? Yes. And you contact tough. me.
2: And hopefully yeah. it goes well. Yeah. Tom, uh, a
0: story that I suppose this time of year is probably... Inevitable that yeah, it can turn yeah. up on page two of the Clare Champion.
1: Yeah, it just says livestock attacked by dog in East Clare and it doesn't name names, but it says I think it's a Mara born in Fecal. But if you're listening to national media, there was a big sheep kill not too far from Portumna in Laura. And um, talking about my own previous experience and practice here in Clare and kind Scarif, of, I would have dealt with. Um, sheep on at least five or six occasions that have been attacked and mauled by dogs, you know, and it's a horrific sight, one of the worst sights you could imagine, you know. And the flock of sheep are never the same, you know. They never recover from it mm-hmm. mentally or, you yeah. know, physically. And mm-hmm. the, the moral of the story is people should keep their dogs under control well, at all times. It, it's
3: night time, isn't it? A lot it, of is, it is, it yeah. is, I I saw, the, I saw the report on national media. Yeah. It was it on the RT News on yeah. Wednesday evening. And uh, they, they, they showed the ad they had, which brought back so many memories from the 1980s. A kind of a cartoon, yes, lovely golden yes. retriever, mm. patted, very friendly inside yeah. in the yeah. house. He's left outside and the face turns into this vicious, yeah. drooling yeah. 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 dog attacking a mm. with a pack of other dogs. Yeah.
1: Dogs are pack animals. Yeah, they this is great fun. It is. Mm. And even the best sheepdog in the place, if he got into the wrong company, could join in yeah. in yeah. attacking sheep, you know. Yeah. So but it's something it's we all need to be... Mind your dog. Perfect. Keep you the know? dogs indoors at night time.
3: There was yeah. a case
2: there before Christmas as well, where there was one and lay and another, like a day, and there were over, over 50 or 60 sheep in yeah. one horrific, horrific, horrific. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, David, i am just uh, direct this to you. Uh, a lot of nice photographs. <laughs> Yes, uh, in this week's, uh, particularly in both papers now. But there's some page. I'm looking at page 17 in the living section, page for example. Uh, the living section. Some of those are are close to home.
3: Yeah, there are. They're, they're they're all pictures of the Camogie Awards night, which was held recently in the in the Woodford Hotel there near Ennis, isn't it? Woodstock, um, Woodstock Hotel and. Um, It's their awards night. Of course, it's a fallow time of year for for the G.A., but so this is the time they celebrate and they dress up. And my God, do they dress up. The style and the glamour and the smiles is unbelievable. And Rightly so, it's a moment of celebration. Um, And we point, like, there's a lot of photographs, but uh, as you say, Jim, there's some local girls represented. Aoife Power of Scarif with her award. She got an award. And um, Robin McKenna. Um, people will know Robin and, and her family. Uh, they're pictured here getting their awards and, as well. And
0: Brendan Foley, who's on our uh, sports team, and Anne Marie McGann, who's been on our sports team as well.
3: They're holding the cup. Yeah, they're, they're part of
0: the management team which won the cup. Right. And uh, Nicole Foley from Killaloo as well. so yeah. And Pat, there's a club. Parts of yours yeah,
2: um, as well. Yeah, K- Kate Bowman. Katey was the captain of the of the journal team that won the won the most journal championship there. So. Yeah, uh, she's there of, as well with all the the ladies and the and,
0: and the team are here. Abby Walsh is there as well sure. from Scarf for Gunners. So a lot of yes,
2: they're all, they're all looking great right are there. I yeah. was for that night. Yes, well,
0: do the good.
3: men get there night? Is that next week? or? <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Fergus Rovers are there as well. Fergus um, Rovers. Yeah, ladies, yeah. ladies football. Ladies yeah, yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: David, you said to them, I think us men aren't as photogenic as those no, uh, yeah. ladies when they're
0: togged out for a night like that. Can yeah. I ask you, we've only a couple of minutes left. Pat, have you ever been chastised with a slipper? I don't,
2: I don't think so. I don't have a little bit of either. <laughs>
1: yeah, there is a case in the paper.
0: About well, you haven't got a clip in the
1: ear, you know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not with a slipper, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. on what page? Uh, it's on page... Uh, it's on the Clare Champion, anyway. Uh, I saw it as well on the Clare Echo, on the online edition, but it isn't on the... Oh well, yes, Man Who Was Stripped and Slapped Denied Safety Order. It's on page six.
3: And uh, we've only a minute or two left. But, um, I think Jim, I came very close to it on occasion to get getting the slipper out. <laughs> you but, deserved uh, it, did you? <laughs> I probably did deserve it, and it appears that um, the court, the court, and the and the judge in this case decided that, notwithstanding the story of the slipper and 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 the the stripping, uh, the safety order against this particular individual was denied. Um, so yeah.
0: and she, even though she agreed that she did do the slipper and uh, obviously he deserved it. Well, according to the story, anyway. Uh, the husband had an affair with another woman yeah and there seemed to be so we,
3: we can leave the readers make up their own mind so on, she, on what sort of
2: judgment in, in the end uh, the judge asked, asked, asked this lady this lady did she did she want to separate and she said she still wanted to live with the husband even that he was seeing another woman yes so anyway it takes every, all types
1: yeah, yeah, I suppose uh, these things are being reported now for the family courts, and they weren't. The reporters didn't have access at one stage, you know. Yes. But there's a uh, lot of human misery out there too. There, there is, is indeed, there yeah. And too. that's we, we're making light of that story, but you know. Yeah,
2: but it yeah. is. It's so not. Deegan it's Deegan not, a nice not a nice story. Yeah. No, you're right. Tom yeah. Deegan mm-hmm. has the story. Yeah. 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 The chaplain and pitch. It makes for a good headline, unfortunately. It does. It it does. does. Yeah.
0: Okay, listen. That's it for today. Uh, many thanks to all of you for your contributions. Uh, to David Thanks, Jim. and Pat Thanks, Jim. and Tom for coming off the bench again <laughs> thank you <laughs> and uh, thank you for, for everything uh, Pat, what bit of music are we going to play out on? Uh,
2: so we'll finish out on uh, with Desi O'Hollam the late Desi
0: uh, and the Galway Girl the Galway Girl what, a, what better tune there is ok, that's all we'll see you again with the help of God next Sunday uh, from us here on local media this week. Goodbye and God bless.